You're listening to Relevant. Nothing like a great cup of black coffee. Where we talk about things and stuff. Things and stuff. That you should probably have heard about already. I'm Katie. I'm Erin. Pre-recorded live. We're we're pre-recorded in front of a live podcast audience. Literally, have you ever watched Stephen Colbert? Yes. Have I watched? Stephen have you Colbert? listened closely? The yes. announcer. She goes, um, "What does she say?" She says, "Live from a pre-record or pre-recorded yes. live or something." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I just ruined well, it. Well, okay. So I remember it blowing my fucking mind when I realized that like the Tonight Show was recorded at like. Two o'clock in the afternoon. I mean, okay. yeah. <laughs> these people are not l- like chilling and chatting at listen, 10, 10 p.m. Listen, I'm Katie. <laughs> Hi, Katie. I'm Erin. And you're listening to Relevant. Because you know what, guys? We're like so relevant. We're like so relevant. I am a trend observer. I am a trend connoisseur. was that good oh my god aaron's gonna see that section in the recording and be like what the fuck just happened (laughs) because we both have like air horn like (laughs) (laughs) anyway you're here to listen to us fucking shoot the shit basically shoot the shit we're chatting about trends and things and stuff and stuff because you know what that's what we're experts on yeah we are internet junkies and social Listen. media. And uh, seriously, like, I couldn't be less trendy, but I think I spend all my days, all my time, my time and my days, like, observe, <laughs> observe, seriously, just my like time. in the shit, like, s- observing You're up the shit. In, I'm like, all up in that. All up in it. Like, I'm trying to, like, get up in my mic more, and I can't. I'm just, like, all up in yeah. it. Um, we, we discovered after listening to our first woof. usable episode that we fuck and with our mics too much. So Can we just say usable is a very loosely held term? Because um, I believe you said about four times we're so professional um, <laughs> after listening to it, but we got booms. We got boom. So this is like, I think our fourth episode. Yeah, it's, and so it's we're an get, episode. We're, you know what? We're getting there. We're growing together. We're doing it. You're growing, <laughs> growing with together. us. We're in it together. You like us, Hopefully. sort of, or you're just for some reason still listening. Or you're one of my friends in real life who I've beat into listening right. to my podcast. You know what? Or you're just like. They can do it. I'm still listening. Let's do this, girls. Yeah, you can do it. I believe in you. I'm rooting for you. I believe. I believed in you. So if there's anybody that's made it past our launch day, you're listening to us now. And uh, here's the dealio. We are just literally shooting the shit. We're going to talk about some trends um, either now or in the past. Future. Uh, And we'll each do a little deep dive a deep dive a little little deep we like to keep it kind of loosey-goosey around here though yeah let's be honest i mean literally we've been recording for 33 minutes and we're just now starting the show so 
This episode of Relevant is brought to you by beer. And old fashions. And towny bars. We pre pre-game. And you know what? Our but you know what? A good thing came out of it in that our bartender reminded of of reminded us of a good a good acquaintance. A good acquaintance. A good acquaintance. I mean, I, I would love to call him a friend, but it's I don't want to creep him out. Right. You know what I mean? But we're friends on Facebook, and I feel like that's, uh, you that's know. Real, that's real life. It's real life. So anyway, I've, dude, we pre-gamed. We're like in it to win we're it. We're in it to win it. Listen, this bitch over here, and I'm pointing at Katie, has been boasting about her fucking topics for like a goddamn month now. Okay, are you ready? Can so I just start? I'm going to make you start because okay. I literally can't find my phone. Which is <laughs> that's not good. It has all of my topics yes. in my brain. So you um, get you get us going, girl. So Aaron, Katie, I want to talk about Girl Scout cookies. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I literally was laying on the couch today, and I was like, "What? Are, what am I going to talk about tonight?" And I have a running list. We might of need topics. to start recording this because I do a lot of like dancing and hand <laughs> gestures. <I know. laughs> we can be like a legit radio show where they have like cameras set up in the right, like the doll up. Yeah. Here's oh, the deal, yeah. guys. We're fucking podcast nerds. Yeah. Which is why we're doing it. But anyway, um, um, no, I was just like shimmying behind sh- the mic when she was when she brought up <laughs> Girl, Girl Scout, Scout cookies. cookies it is so <laughs> it's we're steadily approaching the end of Girl Scout cookie season, which is yeah. just very sad. They're like hardcore trying to hit their goals right now. <sighs> and which listen, I'm gonna cut you off. I last week I was hoping and hope <laughs> I was hoping you were hoeing. House. You were hoeing? Shut the fuck up. Okay. I was holding an open house. and it What? Was <laughs> I thought we were past this. I don't know what you mean. In the o- year? Open it's houses. It was February. Open houses. I thought you were past Oh, you thought point. I was like successful enough to not yeah. have to hold them? Girl, you've never got enough. That's a deep cut real estate joke right there, friends. So what I was saying <laughs> is that uh, it was what? Like last, not this past Sunday. Two two Sundays ago it was what like 30 degrees yeah fucking freezing and so I was like I'm gonna be the best open house host and I'm gonna go get some Duncan like coffee and the Duncan that just opened by me is like still you know figuring it out figuring it out we'll it's put it. it's a little rough it's it's been open for like four months and, and it's, it's still pretty fucking rough but you know what I stopped there still all the time Anyway, I had to pull around to the front to wait for my uh, on-the-go order, Um, which, but there were these fucking Girl Scouts, man, like, completely bundled up with their parents, and they've got, like, these signs on the side of the road, and I'm like, you know what, girls, I gotta support ya, and, you know, we're in 2018, so their parents are there with the fucking, like, square swipe shit, so I got some Girl Scout cookies for my open house. Oh my god, holy shit, it's the 21st century now. They yes. camp out in front of the grocery store in town. Mm-hmm. And the troop that camps out this year was like they had bracelets that they had made that they were like selling as well to raise money for stuff. And like si- like those silicone bracelets? No, um, like beaded bracelets. Mm. They, it was like. Fresh. Oh, God. Just I'm sorry. But how often do you get something that's like teaching these young girls like great stuff? And you get something delicious out of it, too. I mean, that could be misconstrued in a lot of ways. So, 
Um, <laughs> I'm just going to stare at you judgingly. I know. I can feel it. I can Talk see about the it. fucking cookies, So Katie. cookies. I was laying on the couch today. And I was just, I don't know what I want to talk about. <laughs> Daydreaming. <laughs> yeah. About Girl Scout cookies, honestly. Just like wishing I had a fucking Girl Scout cookie. Yeah. I, Pat got me a couple boxes of Thin Mints, which are my personal favorite. Um, What's your favorite Girl Scout cookie? Oh, Samoa's hands down. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess it depends on where you are regionally because apparently Samoa's can't be nationwide. What? They're either Samoa's. Why? They're they're known as Samoas and Caramel Delights. And I didn't know that until I left Arizona. What? And literally here? They're called Caramel Delights. They are, yeah, it's like. I always thought Samoas and Caramel Delights were two totally different things. According to some websites, they're slightly different. Really? Like there's a complete like chart that's like similarities and differences yeah. that's not that's not the chart no i just needed but, to remind myself of but what i'm telling you were. they're the same okay As a culinary connoisseur i trust you way more than i would trust anyone else talking about this because yeah i mean I they're the same co- they're the exact same thing. forever have been confused about you're like, yeah. why don't I get access to these Samoa things? I know. And then here, Pat, every time he buys, you know, five boxes of Caramel Delights, I'm actually consuming Samoas. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. So I'm wondering if it's like they're afraid Samoa is too similar to Samoan and it's derogatory. Oh, I don't maybe. know. I literally have no idea. But apparently. My favorite thing that happened with Girl Scout cookies, I think was the introduction of the s'mores cookies because really, I am like hardcore s'mores anything. I am a Dude, slut, a complete slut Dude? for anything s'mores. You remember? Do you remember? I gotta stop doing that. That's gonna be on like every episode. I love it. Um, Keep doing I literally it. can't say that phrase though without thinking of that fucking yep. song. Do you remember? Do you remember when Ritz came out with the s'more s'mores, girl? Oh, girl, I so do. Those were good. Those were so good. They came out with those at the prime time in my life, too. They came out with them um, when I was a freshman in high school. And my high school was the first, like, I was a freshman in the first year my high school was a thing. Yeah. And so we were in, um, like, a conference, if you will, with all of these schools that were in BFE like they were yeah the shortest I mean the closest school was like a two and a half hour drive from holy ours. crap yeah most of them were about five to six like they were legit like we would miss half the day just to drive there and play a softball game whoa and volleyball game and come back but but I had my s'mores Ritz sandwiches oh and God. girl you know they were fucking good and you know they were the hit of the bus so they i were went my fucking jam i went through a phase where when we go camping every summer and we camp quite a bit and i would like make gourmet s'mores and by gourmet i mean like i wouldn't use graham crackers i'd use fudge stripe cookies instead okay. of graham crackers and like mix it up and like have some really good homemade jam to put on there and like make it fancy. I'm just I fucking love anything s'mores. I'm the uh, s'mores pop tarts are the superior pop tart as far as I'm fucking concerned. One 
hundred percent. And there are people out there who are gonna be like, um, excuse me, the brown sugar cinnamon no. ones are get the best. The fuck you out need, of yeah, here get with the that. fuck out no. because the s'mores pop tarts no. are the superior pop tart. Fucking fight me. Real question: frozen or hot? Frozen. Right? There's so, the hot is great, but you lose you lose the texture. The frozen just makes that like gooey, gooey, Extra delicious. Gooey. Yeah. Yes. Oh, it's just like the most pleasing texture to bite into. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like a nougat. But, but yes. Yeah. But you know what? Um, I have crippling FOMO, and so I will. Li- <laughs> I would literally take them out of the freezer and put one in the toaster. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I have no. That is <laughs> because I literally am a horrible piece of shit human being that can't commit to anything. And I'm like, I know, like I know, in the heart of my soul that frozen is better. But I'm like, but you know, the toasted's just got that thing. Yeah. Well, at least then. And I'm sorry, for anyone who's wondering, the serving size of a Pop-Tart is one Pop-Tart. I'm sorry, Eric, for that (laughs) decibel. But, right? So, it's so funny to me that they package them in two, because one Pop-Tart's 200 calories, two Pop-Tarts is 400. So, you might as well fucking make it worth your while. And yeah, if you want to eat one frozen and you want to pop one in the toaster, you do you, girlfriend. Right? Because, I mean, let's be honest, like, in any other state, Besides the toaster. And you know what? Even with the toaster, like, that outside just plain pastry bullshit is that. No. Fucking cardboard. It's bullshit. It's not good. But. And that's the other thing about the s'mores Pop-Tarts is the ratio of filling to exterior is, like, fucking the Fibonacci sequence. Like, they (laughs) use some form of algorithm to determine the perfection. Oh, Right. And then like and every once in a while you'll get the one like fucking Nazi pop tart where it's like frostings in like a little landing strip that's yeah. not even close yeah. to covering yeah. like the filling section. Because if it's actually equal to the filling, you can just chip off yeah. the bullshit yep. cardboard that's, section. Yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And be like, but fuck you. I feel like the s'mores pop tarts, the pastry part has a little bit of graham cracker it taste does. to it. It does. So it that does. makes that a the, little. The s'mores one, I don't, I don't chip it off. But you know what? Like, I don't know how you land on the scale, but uh, in pop tart land, I have a serious problem deciding between frosted cherry and frosted strawberry. Frosted strawberry. Whereas like. Any other artificial flavoring land, like cherry, get the fuck out of here and give me strawberry. Their cherry flavor is very good. It's got a, it's, there's it's, something about, it's like, oof, the frosted strawberry for me personally, just because the frosted cherry sprinkles in the frosting aren't as good as the frosted strawberry sprinkles. I was You're like, making this face that I just, it, it's like the I was, heaven I was like gates a, have no, opened up. Like and I <laughs> almost didn't want to say it because I was like, this is a little too intense, nope. Aaron, But mm-hmm. like, literally. <coughs> no, you got it. It's, it's. These strop. Okay. Correct me if I'm wrong. The frosted cherry has like the sugar sprinkles. Yes. Correct. And frosted strawberry Our has strawberry, the and they're like strawberry flavored. Yeah. See, I that, but but 
that's what always draws me into cherry land is that I'm a sucker for that sugar sprinkle. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't like the like the cherry the strawberry ones are like sprinkle sprinkle. Yes. So the cherry ones like I cannot even tell you how many hours of my life I've wasted staring at the Pop Tart aisle. Yeah. And like if thank God if they ever have a sale because then I'm like, all right. I can get I can both. Do, I can do s'mores and I can do I want to be or strawberry because it's usually a two for whatever. I want to be the kind of rich where I don't have to decide one type of pop tort. Literally. Pop tort. Like I want to be the kind of rich where I can buy any kind of pop tart I want at the same time with the same transaction. I've always said that I want to be the type of rich that's. That I never look at like any labels, but specifically yeah, for tarts. some reason it comes in in like grocery stores and not pop tarts, but <laughs> um, just just the grocery store in general, because that's like my happy place. I had I honestly, Brian, my husband had to um, forbid forbid. That sounds really drastic, but I'm not allowed to go grocery shopping for us. <laughs> that were the case because i'll come home with like what we need god plus, like but for me it's not even like and i also got lucky charms and pop tarts and all this bullshit like it's like and i also got like a pork loin because i just that really sounded good I figured, like, <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah and they're just all so random so it would be like whatever our meals are and what we needed plus yeah like a pork loin and stovetop and <laughs> watermelon this is like, so funny to me considering that both of you so have culinary backgrounds it's so funny i fucking hate grocery shopping so <sighs> i could be in a grocery store for at least two how, hours and not even how know about it. you just do the grocery shopping for me i mean <laughs> what's your budget mm, i mean hey girl what's your budget uh <laughs> definitely we don't need to talk about that i'm just joking okay i was gonna try and make a joke about like we bought a case of like microbrew <laughs> you know like we're a little bougie that way but no um so girl scout cookies yeah oh yeah we went <sighs> way off but s'mores i mean it was a legitimate conversation about s'mores pop but tarts. anyway um, so, so girl scout cookies s'mores S'mores. So there are nine types of Girl Scout cookies this year. There okay. are the s'mores. That's it? Really? Yeah. I know. It seems like it should be way more, right? I thought it would be like 12. No, it's nine. Okay. Uh, s'mores, lemonades. Yep. Thanks a lot. No thanks. Can we just change the fucking name of those? <laughs> yeah, to <laughs> no thank you? Yeah. <laughs> no, they're good. Aren't those the peanut butter ones? Uh, oh, no, those are do si Those are do si What are thanks a lot? <laughs> Which they're also, so do si is, um, do si is a regional thing. I hate to really? break that to you. They're not called do si here. What are they called here? Peanut butter sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> really working hard on that creative. I mean, every once in a while, I will see a box that are called, um, Dosey dos, but uh, so yeah, s'mores, lemonades, no thanks, caramel delights, aka Samoas, thin mints, peanut butter patties, peanut butter sandwich, shortbread, and gluten free trios. Which I think the 
trios were those were like a new addition yeah, a couple like years ago. Yeah, like in the last ago. year or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? I'm finding these like lists on eBay. So apparently there is a Girl Scout black market <laughs> on <laughs> eBay. Oh my god, this is so funny. But oh. I will say the shortbread's actually also a regional name because I know them as trefoils. Yes, that is and they're they I always that actually been on shortbread Facebook. to me. I mentioned it on Facebook and the gr- this chick that I work with who's also like full bred Wisconsinite, she's like, I have no idea what you're the, talking about. The peanut butter patty ones which are chocolate, chocolate dipped, covered yeah tagalongs yeah okay yep. so uh, what the fuck is a savannah smile i those came and went so confused i think those are those okay were quick, those are old yeah 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 those were just a i feel i feel like they were a flash in the pan here one. let's go to the girlscouts.org oh shit i feel like this is a way more legitimate source for all of my girl scout cookie i mean uh, meet yeah. the cookies. Meet the cookies. They literally have a link that says meet the cookies. I fucking uh-huh. love this. I feel like there should be a theme song to that. Like, oh, there are two different kinds of s'mores. Meet the cookies. Yeah. The chocolate cover kind and then the like sandwich kind. That's awesome. I feel like, yeah, because I saw Caramel Delights slash Samoa. My mind is fucking blown right now. Like literally tonight you just learned that. And peanut butter patties slash tagalongs. Yeah. yeah. Shortbread slash trefoils. Trefoils? Trefoils? I always pronounced it trefoils. Okay. But I'm sure it's like trefoil. 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 Dosi dose slash peanut butter sandwiches. Lemonades, Savannah Smiles, thanks a lot. <laughs> Toffee Tastic and Trios. Okay, yeah. So the Toffee Tastic, that's got to be a new one because that, I saw yeah. that one too, and I'm like, never heard of that. These but have that very like delightful, reminiscent are, 90s expl- backgrounds. What are the Savannah Smiles? Savannah Smiles look like a Mexican wedding cake almost. Um, so, but so do the lemonades. The lemonades are really fucking good. Let They're, me just tell you. They, are so they are good. the most underrated girl scout cookie they in really my opinion are. but for some so i love them i love them but for some reason every time i go to order i'm like i don't know if i four dollar love them and yeah like, well four dollars is a is a pretty steep price to pay for two sleeves of girl scout cookies okay but that's I what you understand get. no no, that it's- no that's what you get when you get a thin mint but whoa what fucking lemonades you get that box is fucking full of them. Whoa. You get so, a lot of lemonade. So you're telling me. But I apparently still can't bring myself to <laughs> buy them. They're so they're so good with um, they're especially good with tea. Like they're a perfect tea cookie, you know, <laughs> or yes. like a cookie where you just feel no, like I eating fully a agree fucking with you, cookie. But I'm just laughing because it's like isn't. Isn't that the point of the Italian wedding cookie, basically? Yeah. Like, that's what people... So, <laughs> my favorite Girl Scout cookie is the very cliche Thin Mint. But mm. let me explain to you why. Okay. I, it's I feel very like it doesn't need explanation, but okay. It does, apparently, because I said to two friends that I have a group sh- chat with that I was really excited because Pat bought me two boxes of Thin Mints mm-hmm. and both well actually one of them was like thanks I hate it 
and one was very excited. And I've never gotten. Oh, this. the friends were like that. Yeah. Oh, I've I thought never that gotten, like you reacted differently to each box. No, I've never. <laughs> what the fuck? This box rocks and this box sucks. Yeah. Right. like, uh, I only need one. Thank yeah. you. Um, <laughs> if I ever get to the point where I'm like, I only need one box of Thin Mints, I want you to slap me across the face. I don't know. I feel like you should give me a fucking crown because like you've just one life if you can hold yourself to one box of Thin Mints. Okay, but I only ate the suggested serving size of three cookies. In what time frame? In a day. And in that same breath, I have that argument with all girl, all serving size. Like, I need a... <laughs> It's going back to the Pop-Tart thing. I'm sorry. No, if the serving size no, for a fucking no, Pop-Tart is no. one Pop-Tart, do not package no. them in twos. I mean, that's just that's just bullshit. But, no, I'm saying, like, it is the most gluttonous thing. But I'm like, I need a time frame for this serving <laughs> size. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I have thought this for, like, 10 years. I'm like, I need a okay, time Okay, so you're frame. telling me 10 crackers. In what? Like, is that in 24 hours? In or in one sitting? 10 minutes? <laughs> How long does I've it take the calories to go away? I have literally thrown this idea out there for like over 15 years. It's like, you know I what's really a, funny? I need is a time frame. When you count calories and you just like automatically think like, okay, midnight, everything resets. Right? Like, that's except not that's not works. how calories work that's at all. That's not how it works. That's not how it works whatsoever. But no, I just, I love Thin Mints because you pop those bitches in the freezer. If you're not eating your Thin Mints out of the freezer, then you're a communist. And also, like, you're not even a human being. You're a communist. I feel like I covered all my bases I'll by saying you're a communist. <laughs> Good God. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for including robots. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I, they're so, Aaron's dying. They're so, um, subtly minty flavored that you don't feel like you're gnashing on a tube of toothpaste. True. Because some mint things are so overwhelmingly minty. Like, that's what I love about Andy's mints too, with the mix of like the chocolate and the mint. It's like a very they're nice somewhat strong. They are strong. They're, they're like not the York peppermint. Patty they're like the strong. strongest mint thing I will consume multiples of. Maybe it's because of how small they are. Yeah, I mean, I could just shove an entire bag in my mouth of Andy's mints. <laughs> I also want to say, um, kudos to the Girl Scouts in Colorado who now get to set up shop in front of dispensaries. They weren't allowed to before? Wouldn't it have been like city land? Wow. There was some ordinance, and now that now they can set up shop in front I of I was really hoping it was going to be like pot thin mints. Oh, my God. Pot mints. Oh, There's my gotta be a good God. I just thought of how delicious that would be. I, oh. had pot, I had a pot cookie once that was white chocolate 
and white chocolate just really masks the the bad flavor. I always said that if I was going to go into another career, I really want to open like a gourmet edibles bakery. Mm -hmm. Like some Nancy Botwin season one, late season one into season two bakery type shit. I was literally just talking about her. Yes. What the fuck day is it? I was talking about her yesterday and how like, because I walked into a closing and my good friend Allison was like, of course you have a coffee drink. You always have a coffee drink. And she called it a coffee drink, too. So I think that like sparked it. And I'm like, no, literally when I was watching Weeds, I was like, you're my spirit animal. Well, except for the way that she just like, like half sexually, half like obnoxiously sucks on the fucking straw. That's me. But I love me. That's me. I I also hold. No, I do not drink drinks without straws. And listen to me. I know there's like a war on the plastic straw thing. Yeah. Straws are out. You guys. Plastic straws are out. But Brian like literally cannot like I. (sighs) Straws really put a strain on my marriage. Straws and tumblers. You know, mm-hmm. the, the, the cups mm-hmm. that increase. Well, you're um, a hoarder. I am not. I literally have five tumblers. That's, That's not hoarding. Four tumblers too many. Uh, maybe for two people in this universe, but literally nobody else. I get iced coffees and I hold them exactly like Nancy Batwin does by the lid very precariously. Oh, God. Because in... For her, it's probably just like a a thing that she does, but I don't like my hand getting cold from my iced coffee. No, that's, that's fair. That's why I claw hand it. However, you clearly have never been burned by a bad s- lid placement. Are you fucking kidding me? I definitely 100% have. Then you wouldn't hold it like that. You be you get burned once and you're like, no, I'm not risking have my iced ever, coffee for that. Have you ever considered that I just really like to live on the edge? No, <laughs> don't really strike me as the type i just i just am like you know what like sweater vest city like i'm gonna put a cardboard sleeve on my iced coffee and you can all like <laughs> fucking sit and spin i don't give a shit that's why i bought the tumblers off amazon that have built-in like rubber sleeves you just want them to wear condoms no, I don't want a fucking condom. I want a hand grip. What's your topic, Erin? Did well, you find you know your what? phone? <laughs> I never We've did. been sitting here. I didn't look because I was very into yours. I was being a good podcast co-host. But you know what? I know what my deep dive is. And it's very much along the lines of what we're on right now. So just... And that is the coffee house culture. <laughs> I know that a big part of it was Friends, even though you hate the show. Um, but the the main part of my formative years, I think, was just around the same time that Friends made Central Perk. The whole, like, hang out at a coffee house. Like, that's your central socialization. Yeah. Yada, yada, a thing. And fun fact, well, maybe not for you because you hate the show, but that was actually originally supposed to be a bar. 
It would have been so much better as a bar. They thought, well, How I Met Your Mother was in a bar. They're basically the same show. Also a garbage TV show. I just said they're basically the same show. Um, (laughs) But I I don't remember why they felt that a coffee shop was more relatable or whatnot. But anyway, so I feel like Starbucks and the coffee shop culture, Central Perk, the whole phenomenon kind of came to be at the same time. And I was in a Starbucks earlier today and I uh, was just kind of thinking about, yeah, that like blossoming slash how it became such a trend. And like you can see a very obvious uh, correlation between the really like trendy, Mm -hmm. for lack of a better term, um, Starbucks and any other coffee shop. You know what I mean? They've got that like brown and cream and huh. you know like you the are uh, you're you're in my territory right now. Yeah. Um, there is uh, so if you take so take Duncan, the current Duncan, because Duncan is actually moving its brand mm-hmm. a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. But if you take Duncan versus Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Um, Starbucks. Completely different. Starbucks MOs. branding is we want you to come. We want you to stay. We want you to feel like this is your second living room. We mm-hmm. want you to chill because if you're sitting here like I did when I was in school for hours at a time, you're going to spend a lot of money. Yeah. Whereas with Duncan. They want you in and out. Duncan wants you in and out. There's not really room to sit. And the, there when there is room for you to sit there's small tables they're in cramped quarters Mm -hmm. a lot of duncans happen to be adjacent or in the same building as like a gas station um they have Uh, higher energy colors yes definitely Um, that it's it's definitely like calming colors versus assault on your senses colors there's a lot and I don't know how many people realize this without being in the design industry. There's a lot of research that goes into even just like the color theory and branding theory behind mm-hmm. um, getting people to feel a certain way in a space. Sure. And so I think you touching on like going into a Starbucks and it's very calming and cool, mm-hmm. you know, cream colors and whites and, mm-hmm. you know, that's what they're going for. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can... Feel it in just like looking at somebody's coffee cup. Yes. I mean, down to the fucking green straw. Yeah. You know? And I, and I, and that speaks a lot to it too, where it's very iconic. Like, you know, high schoolers who get Starbucks uh, and post it on social media, mm-hmm. like that look, that Starbucks logo with the green straw is very iconic. It is and like well threaded. There is a very local, like deep, this is a deep cut of like Madison. There is a coffee chain. They have like a couple locations called Mocha, M-O-K-A. Uh-huh. And their branding is almost like a Tiffany blue color. And they're the first local coffee shop that I've seen that is like on par with Starbucks branding. Because their straws are their Tiffany blue color. They have these adorable stickers that they get that they put over the like instead of like zipper the, part mm-hmm. instead of the the little like sword, sword. that you stick in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um 
I think I love the sticker. It says so a lot. Yeah, it's so much cooler. And you like collect them like everyone. So there's a mocha. And they right? change. There's a yeah. They mm-hmm. change seasonably. Seasonably is that a word? Seasonally. Seasonally. Um, there is a mocha right next to my office. Yeah. And so we collect the stickers and we'll like put them on our computer monitors and stuff like that. And my coworker who goes to Mocha quite a bit has them like in her car even. I mean, it's just like little Precious. little type of things that say like I was here, I went to Mocha, you know, look at how neat I am. Right. Like cool. you see those shows on um, you know, any reality show or whatever and they have to cover up any branding. But you know, I was watching Project Runway and they had the, the guy that was in the screen sh- or in the shot had clearly had a Starbucks cup. Yeah. You know, it was clear. You and can they cover had the, it up, but you they got had the Delta white all. like tape or whatever around all the logos. Yeah. But it was a clear cup and it was a green straw. Like you're not fooling anybody. Yeah. And like what a great uh, like I don't know. Like, just what a great point in branding that you know that, like, a <coughs> fucking color of a straw. I you're know. Like, Starbucks. I also think, like, to touch on the culture, um, there's something to be said about, especially now, and I was just having this conversation on my panel yesterday that I sat at, mm-hmm. um, how we are kind of building a heavier freelance culture Mm, and that freelance culture I think is like leaning a lot on these coffee shops for places to go and be productive Mm -hmm. and not work from your home because a lot of times and you and I can attest to this on how sometimes working from home is not the most productive (laughs) method of the opposite of productive yeah Yeah. Um, because you come to your home to hopefully relax and like there's something very like deep-seated subconscious about that so the idea of like going somewhere and sitting down in a coffee shop and being surrounded by strangers and there's background activity Mm -hmm. but you're not going into an office because you're freelance you know right so I think that that type of work and that type of consumer is really driving this like (laughs) increase in culture yeah well what I find funny actually is that you know like the Starbucks in general, I think, leans on a lot of that, like, glorified library feeling. That's a good way to put it. Where I always got made fun of uh, in college because that was, like, the opposite of my productive space. Mm -hmm. If I sat in a goddamn library, I was not going to get anything done because it was too Too quiet. Too quiet. And there were other people around and like people watching is my fucking job. Yeah, I was the same way. I never like I tried to study in the library a couple times and I just like I I couldn't do it. I found myself going to like a Starbucks because I needed that background activity happening. Mm -hmm. And again, I think it's almost like a FOMO. Like, yeah, I want to be in the thick of it. I want to be where the people are (laughs) and I want to be where where the the people people are. (laughs) How many musical references can we fit into one podcast? I think every episode we've (laughs) broken into song at some point. At some point. And but no, I think that. You know, it's also good to have those options where there's a really, really cute coffee shop in town here that 
they're they're known as like the town's living room like they want you to go there and hang out and mm-hmm. they have a really good meeting space and they um it actually just got new ownership so they're expanding their food in Oregon here in Oregon and Firefly? it's just like yeah it's just mm-hmm. it's so good because you can go there and you don't feel like you're there's like someone that is holding a timer like you've been here for an hour you need to leave now or like order another coffee yeah right exactly it's just like you go and you chill and there's no pressure and Mm -hmm. i you know they're also like on the flip side of that there are coffee houses where they're like we don't have wi-fi you know like communicate with people and it's like like they don't even like you have to ask yeah and it's like you have to if that's your culture i feel like you're kind of pushing the idea of a coffee house to the wrong direction you know Mm -hmm. like people come here and it's well i feel like it but it boils down to exactly where you started with was with starbucks and duncan yeah they are opposite ends of the spectrum one is like come stay welcome let's chill right you know let's be inspiring and duncan's like you want your fuel here you go get the fuck out like we'll see you in a couple miles you know when you're on the other side of town there were when we were at east there were so many fucking duncans because i think duncan started i know it started out east thing i think yeah it's either massachusetts or rhode island it's one of the two Mm -hmm. and there were just and when we were in Canada, there was Tim Hortons, which oh, is like, yeah. I'm sorry, I other love level. Duncan, but Tim Hortons is the fucking bomb. They so they have, um, in one of one of the stores we went in when we were in. It was in Nova Scotia. Um, it was a mix of like there was booth seating and like almost like a diner feel. Mm-hmm. And then there were also like the high top tables and the more active yeah. areas. And so this From is what getting, I hear. Yeah. It's more of that like diner. Yeah. Diner it, feel. it feels very much like a diner from the way that they display everything. Mm-hmm. Like you order your donuts and it's like a display case in a bakery and you can point out which donut you want. Sure. So I think that they have that going for them. And a lot of, I think almost I, every Tim Hortons we went to was next to a gas station. Yeah. So, yeah. and I'm sorry, it was next to a petrol station. Oh, <laughs> so have you ever heard of or been to Dutch Brothers? No. What is that? Dutch, Dutch Brothers? Dutch Brothers Coffee. <gasps> no, I, okay. I've heard of it. I've never been to one. So Dutch Brothers Coffee is, um, they have, I mean, first of all, their, like, logo slash some of their shops are windmills. Yes. Um, Okay. But if you've never been to one, they have what's called, like, Dutch Brother Time (laughs) or some shit. Yeah. And it's, like, they have a certain amount of time, like, the quote-unquote baristas but they're in the drive-thru or whatever um have to like literally just chit chat with you whoa that's some pressure right there right and like to the point where so my friend who's like a kindergarten teacher or whatever uh has like gone through there on her way to work and she's like i can see my fucking coffee 
please stop asking me like what my plans are for the day because that's what it is it's like you know so if it's like a saturday or some bullshit it's like so what you gonna do today like right any fun plans you know oh. like just just pure small small talk, talk which makes like which is like nails on a chalkboard. To yeah, some people, I you don't. Know? And like, especially, you know, my husband who like does not really like socializing with anybody that yeah. he doesn't like, like or know no, that he likes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so like tonight he discovered that he has some people he can talk to whatever. But yeah, so like my goal in life is to make him go and get like my entire family's coffee order from Dutch Brothers. Which would just be, it would just be glorious. Hell. Because my mom's, first of all, is like Starbucks hell level coffee order. I mean, it's not like crazy, but yeah. it's, you know, decaf, extra hot, bullshit. Extra hot is a choice? At Starbucks, yeah. Well, do you want to talk about just a quick hit? Yes. Do you want to talk about dad bods? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Let's talk about fucking dad bods. So the the um, <laughs> consumer female attracted to men in me is like dad bods. I now have a way to explain what I've always been attracted to. Okay. Um, the feminist in me is like, how come guys get a dad bod and girls have to be perfect still? Yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> um, but I think I'm gonna focus on the. I like the accessibility of a dad bod. Um, I like that we're not hyper. Focusing on, masculinity as being muscular and cut and, spends hours and hours at the gym and, I'm not saying that. Even if you have a dad bod, that doesn't mean you're out of shape. Um. Right. I think I re- was really thinking about this because I saw an article and I want to see if I can find it because it was just so funny and made so much sense. Um, the U.S. men's curling team is <laughs> just a bunch of dads who somehow won a gold medal. No. Have you have you heard the other like phrase for them? No. It was like men's curling what happens when guys just want to get away from their wives? Yeah. Oh, yes, I have. Okay. Or something like that. It's so fucking um, funny. I just, so there were a bunch of funny tweets that were just calling them like the curling dads. And I'm grilling steaks at the barbecue tonight in my Sacconis. You know, like. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I I don't see Sacconis on like a middle-aged dad so i actually had to look up what a sacconi was shut up i'm not lying like, see that was now i feel like yeah i didn't really hear about them until i was out east and they're like very much a thing along with the ruse oh i think sacconi is like a total eastern thing yeah 100 east coast. East, east coast um I apologize if my vocals are all jacked up this episode because I keep getting we put on windscreens because apparently my prolifics are too poppy poppy or whatever you call them. Um, <laughs> and so now like I have a windscreen and I feel the need to like she literally puts her mouth, my mouth. She puts her mouth on. on. Um, no. So another tweet was the entire U.S. curling team looks like background actors on Cheers. 
The yeah. United States curling team looks like the minivan full of dads you'd see in an Applebee's. Yeah. Which is someone who frequents Applebee's at horse shows. I can really appreciate that. Uh-huh. The Swedish curling team are all these Scandinavian gods, and our team is just dads in sweatpants. Yes. The USA's curling uniforms look like what happens when you give a group of dads 20% off to Kohl's. <laughs> that one's by far my favorite. It's so accurate, though. Uh, um, And I just think that focusing on this, like, being average is okay and being average is attractive Mm -hmm. i'm really into that sort of thing because i've been average my entire life (laughs) yeah so i feel like someone validating the fact that i am attracted to averageness makes me happy (laughs) i don't know that's fair yeah i mean yeah I think it's just like, yeah, like a collective lowering of standards, Yeah, which I'm fine with because I've never really been into like the big muscly Mm -mm. dudes. No. Like Brian, since we've been together, has always like if like, you know, like Magic Mike and all that, like anything like that. He's like, is that what you want me to be? And I'm like, no. Uh, That's the opposite of what I'd like you to be. I have never like shown any interest in ever like wanting that like well, gym but he's rat also dude. a product of that hyper masculine ideal that like we need to look like a fucking hollister model you know like yes but he's also like quite possibly one of the scrawniest dudes ever and it's like <laughs> you're not even close to that so if that's what i wanted like i wouldn't be with you you know what i mean yeah it's like i know did I read this in an episode already from my friend Jeff about the men's curling? No. So a couple weeks ago when, you know, the Olympics were on, he goes, um, oh, God damn it. I moved now. It switched. Technology. Technology. What am technology? Uh, um, no, at like the height of the Olympics, he texted me and said, uh, shout out to Jeff H- Hassel. Um, I love how every curler looks like he goes and buys his dairy products at PDQ, which is a gas station, <laughs> on a late when on a late Wednesday night, and then sure enough, they're from like Fond du Lac or Maison Maison. <laughs> they are two, which are two like just BS small towns. And two of the curlers are from Wisconsin. Yeah, the last Winter Olympics, the talk of the town was the Norwegian curling's teams, their pants. Um, because they had they have just the craziest outfits um just just the craziest uh but i also am happy that this time we are focusing on like averagely attractive men doing their thing in the olympics and we're not like hyper masculinizing masculine masculinizing i'm making up words (laughs) We're not focusing on, like, how ripped and cut and fit sure. they are. Like, we're appreciating them for being good at what they're, like, good at. Right. Exactly. Right. We're able to focus on them and their sport and right. not focusing on, like, their big meaty thighs. Now, if only we can get that to work with women. Yeah, good luck. One of these days. So, I have a topic that I might be, like... <laughs> snatching from you oh really because it has been brought up many a time between you and i oh boy um and that is 
the weird ass fucking rabbit hole that Snapchat filters have gone down. Holy to, shit. Are gone oh down into. my God. Oh my God. Are we talking about how everyone on Snapchat just wants to be a fucking furry? Yeah. Girl. Uh, it was cute because Snapchat, Snapchat, <laughs> Snapchat, <laughs> Snapcrotch. <laughs> Snapchat made its debut with the, like, licking dog filter that became synonymous with every basic white girl ever. Basic! And then it devolved into this, like, raver, furry... If it has ears, it's a fucking filter. It's just... I appreciate Snapchat because of its filters, and now I don't use any filters anymore because I don't want to look like a raving playboy bunny literally like that's what i feel like anytime i put on i'm like yeah i feel like i'm supposed to be at a rave right now yeah but but whatever filters they use for like your facial hair <laughs> is damn cheekbones point damn cheekbones though i wish and i actually have put this on like my story before is like I just wish that like Snapchat filter could be like my makeup routine because. Oh, fuck. Yes. There's nothing super obvious about a lot of them, but I'm just looking at I'm like, oh, I don't hate my face. Yeah, right. Isn't that amazing? You know what I mean? And it doesn't look that different. (laughs) Yeah. No more pie face. Your pie face. Uh, It definitely gets rid of like the black circles under my eyes. But um, yeah, but in general, it's like. Can we just get rid of the ears and can we just make that Snapchat filter like I have makeup on? Let's look because at I'm sitting in most of the time that I Snapchat, I'm either hiding from my family or at the shitting. end of a long day or no, no, no. Or in my bed in the very early so morning, the, avoiding getting ready. The, for the very first Snapchat is a mouse. Um, and the then current there's ones. Pebbles and Bam Bam, which is acceptable. Oh, they brought the butterfly crown one back. I can get behind oh. that. And then they got the flower crown thing. There's one that too. is cat ears with a floral print. Um, and then there's also the licking dog. And well, you got the glasses. Leopard, you leopard got the glasses ears. with like the Mickey Mouse ears or yep. whatever. Leopard ears. These weird mouse ear things again. Um, but you know what, Katie? Dog ears, Katie, and bunny ears. But Katie. But Erin. Do you know what they do still have on? They uh, have. They still have our our favorite, our fall one with the freckles, with the freckles and the glasses. They never. We didn't. We didn't want them to get rid of it, and lo and behold, we made it through the, all of winter. And it's starting to be spring, and it's still there. It's so still clearly there. we're not the only ones. It's been um, fantastic. But yeah, I have a 100% love-hate relationship <laughs> with the Snapchat filter. And I find it hilarious that you can... There's like music involved with well, it, Well, first of too? all, the music ones always piss me off, because I'm like, <laughs> if I'm on the toilet... I don't want to play goddamn music. Right? Like, at least Instagram and Facebook have the, like, I just lost, like, what the word would be. But they have the decency to make me, like, say, yes, I want the music to play. 
because <laughs> otherwise I'm just in the middle of a fucking bathroom stall and I have all of a sudden these music's playing. Which is embarrassing because then so someone knows weird. that you're in there. Not just are you in just there possibly taking around. a shit. You're now definitely taking a shit because your phone is playing music. Exactly. And the face swap is quite possibly the most awkward thing ever. Face have- swap was cool when it first was a thing. And now it's just like, mm. Have you actually, like, clicked on the face swap thing in a while? Yes. Because now they have, like, just... Animals? Yeah, like, different faces that can just be on you. You mean your furry face filters weren't enough? Let's face swap with these stock animal images. Yeah, like, right now I have a pug face with glasses on. It's just... It's real dumb. And, like, I appreciate Snapchat as a very unique form of social media, and I... I didn't understand it at first, and now I, I'm more into it. Mm-hmm. But <sighs> there are too many furry filters. Please stop. Just stop with the animals. Please you know? stop. Yeah, I don't, yeah. That's really all I had to say about that, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um. But... Shit, like while we were in the middle of that, like I was just ready to dive right into dive right into like my other topic and now I I lost it. We've mm. been recording for too long. We've been it's this is like hour 3 of recording and I think I think we have enough feasible material that we can Dude, call an episode. We haven't even done like a structured fucking episode. It's been a hot mess of a day. I'm ready to go to bed. You know what? March comes in like a lion and, and leaves goes like out a like lamb. a lamb. It's coming in like a lamb and it's apparently global warming. <laughs> <laughs> March comes in like a lamb and leaves like a dead lamb. <laughs> a dead, overheated, overpopulated lamb. <laughs> but you know what? Science isn't real. It's fine. No, it's it's fine. Science is fake. Whatever the fuck they're making smells so good. It's a pizza. We we making a pizza. Erin is playing with her toes like a baby. I'm just stretching. I'm doing happy baby pose. Fuck off. I like how you always say you're not a flexible person and then look at you right now. I literally have no idea when I've ever said I'm not a flexible person, but I'm not really. Like, this isn't that impressive. <laughs> Joe, not even! Uh... <laughs> Well, this is this has been relevant. I'm Katie. I'm Katie. I wish I wasn't Aaron. (laughs) We're doing next week or never. We're doing great. Bye. Bye.